Welcome to the Dag Heward Mills podcast. Dag Heward Mills is a healing evangelist, a best-selling author, and a mega church pastor. He's the founder of the United Denominations, originating from the Lighthouse Group of Churches, overseeing over 3,000 churches across every continent of the world. He pastors the First Love Church, a vibrant church in the city of Accra, transforming the lives of thousands of young people for the Lord. Now listen to Dag Heward Mills.
Samuel chapter 22 and verse 44 says, Thou hast delivered me from the strivings of my people and thou hast kept me to be the head of the heathen. So, this is just a short Bible lesson on being the head. All right? Now, the word thou has delivered me from the strivings of my people is the word a contest. All right? Contend. Dispute. Now, there are many disputes about your leadership. About whether you should be there or not. So many powers do not want you to be ahead. So if you are a missionary, a leader, a pastor, you're out there serving the Lord, working in the church, you need to be delivered from the contest which is questioning you and your presence and your leadership. And there are many things that will do that all through your life and ministry. If you take, let's say, a president of a country, he will never be left to rule freely. Every day there will be something that will be said from the first day to the last day. There will not even be one day of, like, just rain. Rain from 16. No. From day one, there will be strivings. The strivings of my people. So, the same thing happens when you are a pastor, but a lot of it is invisible. 
and a lot of it is under current and hidden things that are going on. So, thou also hast delivered me from the strivings of my people and thou hast kept me to be the head of the heathen and a people which I knew not shall serve me. So, David, who was, if you like, the head of Israel, he was like the head of God's people. So the head pastor was dealing with the strivings of the people. All right? And so he had many, many, many issues from the time that he, God chose him and anointed him till he died. Even when he was dying, there was a controversy about who should take over. And his instructions were not being followed. So he had to make some maneuvers and get his donkey, get somebody to sit on it and put uh, Solomon on. So as the last thing, whilst he was in bed, do you see? So when he said, thou hast delivered me from the strivings of my people, the contesting about his leadership, and thou hast kept me to be the head of the heathen, a people which I knew not shall serve me. Now, all these come from two sources. They come from the presence of devils. Devils are present and don't like the idea that you should be a leader of anything. So they are contesting and they have mouthpieces that are contesting your presence as a head. And then also, we have human beings who are being used by the devil and then human beings who have received the serpent seed and whose nature has changed to become the nature of a treacherous person, disloyal, deceptive. Almost every film you watch has a traitor, somebody who changes sides, somebody who you can't trust. They say you have been played. I was watching a film the other time. (laughs) The person called and said, we have been played. It's a a term. We've been played. Yes. 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 They played us. They played us. You didn't know you were being played. And suddenly you realize that you've been played. And you are out of location and you've been abandoned on direct command. If you watch Rambo, he was abandoned on direct command. Yes. And then from that time, the movie changes and then it becomes wild. And the person who's been played, do you see? He becomes wild. And then the strivings begin. And he's trying to get out of the difficulty that he is in after being played. Yes. And then that is when he grows wild and he can kill everybody. He can fly helicopter. He can swim. He can jump. He can die. He can receive bullets. He can sew his own skin. He can do everything. He can treat himself. He can be painless. Yes, to stay as the head. <laughs> so, that the nature of human beings is to be more disloyal. So people are more disloyal 
naturally. If you are not taught loyalty, you will not be loyal. If you are not taught to honor your father, you will not honor your father. If you are not taught to, if you are not taught against being a ham, you will try to disgrace your father. One day you will look at your father and feel that when I say this about and I disgrace him, he deserves it because he's disgraceful. Yes. Yes, so you become a ham. So many things. People are not grateful. People don't remember. Those are the books. Where, where, where are the books? Yeah. Find them. Those who forget. A great group of people. We don't know. One by one. Are you tired? Those who forget. <laughs> Those who forget. The strivings of my people. Are people who forget everything. Yes. <laughs> so something small, you get it, and you find that people are forgotten. So it's worth reading if you want to be a leader. You'll find out that people forget things. I have an uncle, you know. He always used to speak about people. I've done this for this person. I've done this for this person. I've done this for this person. I've done this. I took him here. I brought his wife. I, gave, I paid the hospital fees. I did. And I didn't like it. So I decided that in my life, I will not, never talk about anything I've done for somebody. Because I don't like that feeling that comes. But a time comes when you understand. <laughs> Why? Somebody will mention the things that he has done for someone. Yes. And so, the strivings of the people, those who pretend, those who forget, and then those who pretend. (laughs) Those who pretend. You get it? Yes. Now, because the devil is an angel of light, an angel, a devil or an angel, and most evil things look like good things. I'll say it again. Most evil things look like good things. It's true. But it's actually evil. So you can understand why people are always accusing pastors. Because many evil things are done by pastors in the name of doing something good. It's like they are doing something good, but it's actually something bad. So we have those who pretend. And amazingly, people can pretend for years. You know, What do you call it? What is the prize they get, the actors, every year? Oscar. The Oscar should be moved into the church. <laughs> to give Oscar awards to actors in the church who can act for years. It's true. They should be awarded. Yes. Because these, these I mean, 
Rambo and all these James Bond, they just pretend for one hour and they get millions. And people can pretend for years. You will never have any idea what you are dealing with till the day you get your shock, shock of your life. And you find out that the person who says, Oh, I really enjoy your preaching. I'm so touched by your ministry. Is the opposite. You should hear the person talking about you behind your back. You won't believe it. You fall down. You fall down. You fall down. You'll be shocked. You won't believe it. You say somebody else, but not you. Not you. And that's when you start to speak like that uncle of mine. Say, you, I paid your hospital fees. I did this. I did this. I did this. And you realize you've been played. Yes. And that's why there are so many continuous debilitating cases in the world. Hmm? No, I'm talking about the seed. The serpent seed has created this complex people. Yes, complex human beings. That's why David said in 2 Samuel 2 verse 44, Thou has delivered me from the strivings of the people, and thou has kept me to be the head of the heathen. You've delivered me from the strivings of the, like the moves and the swellings and the swellings and the contusions of the enemy. This way, this way, this way, that way. Nothing is as it seems to be. You've saved me from all that. And you kept me located as the head. (laughs) Yes, it's by the power of God. Those who accuse you. You will not believe when you hear the accusations. You will not believe it. When I, when I say this word, I won't say the word up. You'll be accused of the exact opposite. Believe it. You can just write it in a, put it in a wardrobe and bring out that statement from time to time in your life. When you say, me, <laughs> is that what you are saying? No, no, no. Those who are ignorant. Those who are ignorant people are some of the worst. One of the biggest causes of ignorance is a lack of experience. Like, when does what the Bible says that when you want to make somebody a pastor, you should not be a novice. It's like he should be experienced. Because as you are more experienced, you think differently. You know, I'm so happy I wrote the books, the camps, the songs, the, what else have I written? Yeah, the preaching that I preached. I, I remember listening to Mike Maddock. He said, when you feel like writing a book, write it. Because in the future, you will not write it in the same way. Yes. I wrote a book when I was 47 years old. I have not released that book yet. So now when I opened the book and I read through, I said, hey, would I write this today? And the answer is no. I would not write it. Ten years later, I wouldn't write it at all. So it's good that I wrote it then. Because as you get more experience, 
the word of God stands always the same. But your experiences change everything. You may not speak in the same way. Yes, you may not speak in the same way. You may not talk in the same way. There are some people I listen to them preaching. I don't listen to so many different people preaching because I don't understand so many things. The few ones I understand, I listen to everything. I can even tell their age from the message. When they are preaching, I know how old they are. Like I know that the person was at this stage. You know, I like the old messages. Me, I'm an old message person. The old, old messages. They are different. So I can even tell this one, he's at this stage. And when I listen to this, I said, this is the other time. I can hear it. It's from experience. That makes you ignorant, the lack of experience. When you try to have a church, just one church, you understand. And if you can let it grow, please. Please let it grow. You understand when I said let it grow. Please make sure that it grows. (laughs) What you started. And try to start some branches in the town that you are in. Okay? Yes. And then try to start some branches in some regions. And try to start some branches in some countries. And make them real. Okay? And have real pastors. Train people. Your own members. And connect them. Use sewing, sewing needle. And link all of them together. You understand? A little bit more. And you not speak like an ignoramus. What else is there? Those who leave you. Everyone who leaves has a story to tell. And many people who leave, they have proverbs. They say that when a crocodile (laughs) comes from under the water and tells you that there is a snake there, you have to believe him because he is from under the water. Then he will explain to you, I am the crocodile. I'm from under the water. The water is a church. I came from there. And I'm telling you that there is a snake there. That's how they talk. Or they'll give you another proverb. They say, it is only when you go by the riverside that you hear the crabs coughing. But if you are standing far and you see the crabs running, you will not know that they are coughing. But as you get nearer, you hear the sound. <laughs> so he's giving a proverb that, you see, I have come close to the riverside. The river is the church. Close to the crabs. So I, ca- I know things you cannot see from where you are standing. I can hear coughing. Everyone who lives has a story. But I can tell you that most of the pastors who left me have come back. One way or another, one day or another, most 90%, 90% came back. So sorry, we're hurt, this and that. No problem. Let's carry on, play on. Strivings of the people. 
Yes. Those who leave you. And then, those who are dangerous sons. Is your son all right? Why is he your son? You become a father when you bring forth somebody. You create somebody by your actions. That's what makes you a parent. So when you cause somebody to exist, you become a father. It's difficult to deny who your parents are. I can't say that I'm not Heward Mills. My name is, that is my name. I'm from there. That's all. So at a point, you see, spiritually, people don't want to even mention my name, but you see that my name is on them. That's why I don't curse people who live, and I don't curse my children. So anybody who thinks I'm cursing him, you are so misled. It's so unfortunate. It's so surprising. There are enough cases in the world. Those who are dangerous sons. So make sure that even though you are a son, and all the source of your ministry is from one place, you don't turn out to be a dangerous son. The classic quintessential dangerous son is Absalom. Because he was a bona fide son of David. But he took bow and arrow, sword, and organized an army to attack his father and try to kill him and took over his father's palace and took over his father's wives and entered and it became, I mean, a stinking something in Israel. So he's a classic son, real son, but can attack his father. It exists. You would think it doesn't exist, but it all exists. And that's why we talk of the strivings of the people. I've had people, their sons and daughters attacking me. That they, they are nothing. I made them what they are. Yes. You want to be like Jesus? You really want to be like Jesus? Then you see all that Jesus saw. Maybe you should stop singing, I want to be more like you. Jesus. Maybe you should say, I want to be more like you. Say somebody else's name. <laughs> you don't say Jesus. You want to be like Jesus? Then you'll see all that Jesus saw. The strivings of my people. Oh. One of you is a devil. It's also a book. Every feature of a devil can be in a person. Name the feature. And you can have a human being who embodies that thing. Who does what? Embodies those features. That one feature. Sometimes some people take multiple characteristics of a devil and wear a coat. So they are like multicolored coats. They are deceptive. They are temptation. They are opposition. They are accusation all in one. There are people that come as multi-dimensional, multifaceted uh, devils. They have different... Because the devil has so many coats. Sometimes he wears white, sometimes he wears blue, sometimes he wears red, sometimes he wears black and blue. But he's the same person, depending on what he's doing. 
And some people come with only temptation. That person is temptation from beginning to end. When you see that person, you have seen the tempter. Embodied. Physically. It's your temptation. Temptation in the car. Temptation on the road. Temptation of your life. A test. A person is just a test for you. There are some people, they are just opposition. The person represents opposition. There are people that have represented opposition to me. I have, I have to pray over them until they are removed from the point of opposition. This morning I was recounting the names of certain characters that have been removed from my life through the prayers I've been praying in the night. Or the person embodied opposition. Yeah. And there are others who embody deception. The person is a lie. Like have you seen people in a the film, they'll do this. Then the face will, will come up. Mm-hmm. This is what I'm talking about. <laughs> and you see, you can't believe that the face moves and everything normally. Yes. Not knowing it's a different face. Then he'll do this, you do this, you do this. Then you see that it's a, a different person. Yeah, there's a James Bond film like that. I saw, I said, live and let die. There's a black man, he just removed it. He laughed. <laughs> and he moved the face. Hey! And there are those that sit amongst us. It's not what you think you are. Yes. You see, to be a good spy, to be a good mole, to be a good agent, you need time. Time. Time makes you to be accepted and acclimatize and become part. When they say amen, you say glory. When they say glory, you say amen. You know how to flow. When they say flow, you say we are flowing. You know everything. It takes years. And so if you don't have patience, you will not see those who embody deception. And we have those who embody accusation. Their mouths are like a cobra. You see, as I'm preaching, the saliva in my mouth is even finished. The saliva of a cobra, eh, it comes like this and they aim and it squeezes the salivary gland like that, and it flies. If it goes into that, you can go blind. Cobra. A cobra can kill a village, one cobra. A village. If you take the venom from one cobra, it can kill a village. Their mouths. Blasphemy. Blasphemy means to vilify. It's like when they talk about you, they make you a villain. And they make you low. I pray you'll never be in such a, a group. You know, but you see, these things, if you, if you join the wrong group, you'll become like any of these things. And then what again? Loyalty and disloyalty. Loyalty and disloyalty. Disloyal. We have the memories and what have you. Anyway, 
So back to 2 Samuel chapter 22, verse 44. It says, Thou hast delivered me from what? The strivings of my people. And thou hast kept me to be the head of the heathen. A people which I knew not shall serve me. So God has a whole lot of people that you don't know who are going to serve you. Now, Tonight, just, we, we are just rounding up, but in verse 33, notice. God is my strength and my power, and he maketh my way perfect. Beautiful. Beautiful. Verse 34. He maketh my feet like hind's feet, and setteth me upon my high places. Now, to be ahead, we are coming through the list. I have about 25 or 30, I've not actually counted them, things that you need to be ahead, but I I don't know whether I want to go into that, but let's talk about Heinz feet. (laughs) Heinz feet. You see, hind's feet, they jump up the rocks and they don't fall down. You rarely see an antelope falling down from the mountain. You must be joking. So one of the things you notice is sure-footedness. You need to be sure-footed and you need to take sure-footed decisions as the head pastor. And as a head. Because this is verse 34 and it ends in 44. 44 is when he says, you have kept me. So this is verse 34. And he starts to describe what God helped him to do. And one of the things is you need to be sure-footed. You see, you can't come into full-time ministry and later say you are going out. Why? Think about what you are doing first. And look at the step you are about to take. And take it well. It doesn't mean you shouldn't take it. Not taking it is a step also. It's a decision. It's a decision not to. Yes. So you you analyze. And you think. And then you you jump. And you know what it means. The Bible says the prudent sees the evil ahead. And keeps himself. So to be a head pastor. You need sure-footed steps. Things that you don't take and come back. You don't take and you come right back. You take a step, then you go to the right, and you go to the left, and you waver. When I decided to do Healing Jesus campaign, I took a firm decision. And I said, even if nobody comes to the crusade, because nobody knows me as an evangelist, I will never stop doing the crusade. Yes. I'll never stop it. I would do it. uh, Even if few people come, I will still hold the crusade. Because I've never had a crusade before. Today, I've been to so many countries. Eh? Can you imagine? But I'd, there was a day I had not had even one crusade. So I took a short foot. I thought through it very well. Well thought through. You know, you must all remember this phrase, well thought through. Well thought through. You think it through properly. And I remember when uh, the British Prime Minister, the one before this one, 
Cameron, the one before Cameron. Gordon Brown. When he was campaigning, and the one he lost the election. I remember that was the phrase he used when he was talking about the young people who had come. He said that your ideas, whatever about your ideas, but he said that they are not well thought through. They are not what? Well thought through. So remember that phrase in your life. A hind's feet is, is firm. It, it's not going to fall. Although it looks dangerous, it, it, they never fall. So think through. If you are deciding to go straight, think it through well. And when you jump, you know the implications and are not going to falter. So there are times when you are at war, when troops are surrounding you, you do nothing. When they are coming from the left, you, you just wait. When they are coming from the right, you wait. When you see an attack coming from here, you just wait. Because you don't know yet what you need to do. But when you say, this is what we are doing. It's well thought through. And it goes all the way through. Because you see, we have so many people that have started things. But they did go through. When I was coming to the first love church, I thought about it. Because at that time, I was at the Kodesh. I started to think about it from before I was thinking about it. Actually, I was on a crusade. And I was driving to Niger from around Bwipe. My heart was staring in me. Bwipe is in the northern region. And I was now driving to the end of Ghana. And then I was now going to enter Niger. Even when I was in Niger, I knew I'm going to take a momentous decision. Yes. A momentous decision of a certain order that I've not taken for a long time. Are you with me? Yes. And from Niger, all the way whilst I was there, and I was driving in a car, in a bus to Burkina Faso, I was thinking, then I decided when I was in Burkina Faso that I will now leave the Kodesh and I will move to start a new church and start all over again. But you see, he gives me hinds feet. But I thought about it very well. I didn't even finish thinking about it before I came to Ghana. When I came to Ghana, I called the young children and I said, come and I said, next week, I was, I, when I give you the name of the church, I will not change it. So I called him. I said, I will give you the name of this church next week. Because I've not, it's not yet well thought through. <laughs> Are you with me? Yes. So there are certain decisions they need to be well thought through. And as you think through things, then you make moves. That's what it means to be ahead. That was kept me to be ahead. He first made me think through things properly. What do you think? I know some people who married on Friday, on Saturday, they died on Monday. Like Saturday died on Monday. Yes. 
you need to think through very well. What about this? What about this? What about this? What about this? Ministry is not for those who can't think through things. You need hinds feet. Are you there? Yes. He setteth me on high places. That's how to go high. Because you keep going. Mm, 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 mm. Then verse 35. He maketh my feet. My, he, he teaches my hands to war. So that a bow of steel is broken by mine arms. Again. You know, there are many things that people feel are natural. We don't need to teach teach it. So, for instance, um, prayer. People say the best way to learn how to pray is to pray. You know, but it's also there where Jesus, they told Jesus, teach us to pray. So you would think there's nothing to teach about it. But Jesus did teach them how to pray. Marriage is like that too. I thought when I was getting married that it just flow. Just flow. You love, I love. Just flow. I think there is nothing more further from the truth than that. Actually, it's probably an unspoken reason why older men sometimes when they have a chance to marry again, I don't know if they rarely, but not so often may choose a totally new entity because when they look at the entity they realize that it's those who are ignorant (laughs) they know how to do almost anything yes you might as well sign up as a babysitter rather than signing up as a husband so War is like that. You may think there's nothing to learn. But I have a book here called A Good General. Give me another one from here. Beautiful. He teaches my hands to war. A good general. And I have actually some new things I want to write. I don't know. Yeah. He teaches my hands to war. And so you need to learn how to fight. And one of the things you need to learn in the fighting is to get used to the atmosphere of war. You are tall, when will you have peace? But the answer is that there's no, there's no peace. It's part of the war to always be fighting about something. Are you with me? Yes. So a bow of steel or as somebody say, a bow of steel is broken by my arms. <laughs> a bow of steel is broken by my arms. 
Uh, it's not a bow, it's a bow. <laughs> now imagine an iron rod. You can break it. It means you've done some hard training. So to be ahead is war. And you must be ready to fight. You must be ready to have people who don't like you. You know, one of the feelings that I don't like is people who don't like me. It's not a nice feeling at all to have somebody in town who doesn't like you. And somebody who is angry with you. And somebody who hates you. And somebody who is hoping for your downfall. But Jesus was surrounded by two groups of people. Those who really loved him and those who hated him. Jesus was not, you know, there's a type of political leader especially so popular, everybody likes them, everybody likes them. I always notice myself wondering about that because Jesus was not liked by everybody. He had people who really hated him to the point of wanting to kill him and they actually killed him. So, you must realize that Being ahead is to fight. And so, again, it's your ignorance that will think to yourself, fight what? Fight who? Yes. Fight about what? There's nothing to fight. We are just serving God. Yeah. But I tell you, as I'm standing here, it's as though bullets are passing. You see how it is in the films? All over. It's like, as though there are arrows in my heart like this. But I'm bleeding by it. It's not gone deep. So even though it's stuck. It's been... The other day I was watching a film. I saw somebody. And she fell on a tree and the tree passed through the stomach. And I saw that she was still walking. I said, hey. Then we can do all things through Christ. <laughs> yeah, she, was still, she was walking around with the wood in her, in her stomach. I said, okay. Is that how it's done? So it means that there are things you can survive. There are things you can survive. Yes. So you may be surviving and, and you see most of the guys who fight, the, those, the blow men in the film, by the time the film is over, they have so many injuries. Isn't it? When Rambo started in uh, one of the, they, they pulled him out of the water and you see the marks and the scars and so many things that are on him from his previous fights. So if you are a true warrior, there's going to be so many scars from so many things. Are you with me? Yeah. And you see that certain people remind you of certain people. (laughs) So, when Rambo was arrested, the policeman who took him, when he put the thing, tried to put then Rambo immediately remembered Somebody in the jungle who was doing that. And there are people who remind you of people. They say, hey, you. What you just said reminds me of somebody who said something like that. And they end well. So, that's why you sometimes you see that experienced people are nervous. They, don't, they are not relaxed. They are, they are looking around. They are checking and saying from here to here is 28 steps. Hey, how do you know how many steps? <laughs> What's the exit? How do you enter? How do you go out? How do you do this? So many things are occurring to them. 
because of the bad experiences they've had and what they are trained to. So you need to have make war on everything that is preventing you from being what God has called you to be. Now, the greatest war is the war you do in the spirit. When you pray, they that wait upon the Lord, and when you wait on the Lord, you are, you are at war. You must be able to pray for five hours and feel that you have not prayed for even 30 minutes. Yes. That's a great war. Yes. All alone. Praying. Praying. We are going to give you soon these prayer videos and prayer tapes. You know, you can have it. But you must have atmosphere and stay praying for a long time. No, no one who doesn't pray for... Sometimes when people work for me, I say, pray. Pray because you'll be attacked if you are around me. You know, one day I was with one of my assistants. I was working and I, and I said, do you know that it's possible that we all die together on the same day? Because when you are with somebody, you can easily die with that person on the same day. Yes. Miles Monroe, who died recently in a plane crash, he died, his wife died, his assistant pastor died. I, didn't, I don't know whether it's one of his children died. All the main people in his church gone in one stroke. Because when you are close to somebody, whatever is coming for the person can come as a collateral before you realize you are added. Or sometimes when they can't get the main person, they get you. Yes. You get a child and kidnap the child. war. And you need to fight in the spirit. Yes. You know, (laughs) look at the next verse. It says, Thou hast also given me the shield of thy salvation and thy gentleness hath made me great. Thy what? Thy gentleness has made me great. You see, the gentleness of God is what makes you great. Not your striving. And your power. So that's why you need to go into the spirit and fight in the spirit. You know, one time I was watching a film. I, I, films are based on real life experience. Most of them have, have some truth in them. There was this man who was in prison, and his child was kidnapped. So he called somebody who worked for him and he told him, go and rescue my child. Rescue my child. Then the man was saying, oh, you know, the way it is. Then the man, thy gentleness has made you. The man waved his hand like this. He said, what do you think? He was standing behind in the prison. He said, what do you think? He made his hand like this. What do you think? He said, you think I cannot hurt you from here? He said, you think I cannot hurt you from here? He asked him, what do you think? What do you think? You think I cannot hurt you from here? He said, 
if you want your son to celebrate his birthday, make sure that my son is here. Otherwise, your son will not celebrate his birthday. What do you think? You think I cannot hurt you from, from here? From my room? From this prison? Then you don't know what you are dealing with. When we talk of spiritual warfare, what do you think? You think I cannot do something from my room? Then you don't know what you are dealing with. You don't understand it. Yes. I just look at people. I say, you think you can, you can fight me. I'll fight you from where I am. You think I cannot? He, he just, and the man was like a gentle old man. This this is how he did his hands. He was standing behind the bar. He was standing behind the prison bar. Lot of prisoners. He was there. And when they came to visit, they sacked everybody because he's a, a big prisoner. He was standing and said, what do you think? You think I cannot hurt you from here? <laughs> the man was, then the, the man said, oh, please. He said, please. He said, yeah. If you want your son to celebrate his birthday, make sure that my son is here. Otherwise, that's it. So I want you to know, dear friends, you th- what do you think? What do you think about me? You say whatever you want to say. You do whatever you want to do. You fight, you criticize, you undermine, you blaspheme, you do this, you do that, you do whatever to spoil, to destroy. What do you think? I cannot hurt you from where I am. All I have to say in my room is, Father, your word says, Dearly beloved, avenge not yourselves, but give place unto wrath. For it is written, Vengeance is mine. I will repay. I will pay them. I will pay for you. Says the Lord. That's all. What do you think? From behind these bars. It teaches my hand to war. Thy gentleness has made me great. Thy gentleness has made me great. Don't talk too much. Gentleness. Are you there? Thou hast enlarged my steps under me so that my feet did not slip. Sure-footedness again. You see that a lot of steps we take should be irreversible steps. What? Irreversible steps. One day I took a decision. You know? I took the decision and when I decided to start a first love church, some people came to see me. So I shouldn't, I shouldn't start a church there. I should come. And I told them, I said, once I've moved, I'll never come back. Once I've made this step, I'll never go back. I've thought about it. I'll not go back. I told somebody, I said, if I leave you, I'll never come back to you. No matter what. I'll, never, I'll not even have a meeting about it. Yes. That was enlarge my step. My step is on a big stone. Don't push me. If I move... I will not come back. So, that's how to be ahead. And people will know that if you, if you move my hand, 
That will be it. Don't do that. Don't do that at all. Are you there? Yes. I don't know why you are quiet. (laughs) I've pursued mine enemies and destroyed them. And turn not again until I can consume them. This will be the story. For your, your enemies will learn that you are not a good enemy to have. You are not a what? A good, a good enemy to have. You are better off as a friend. <laughs> Do you understand what I'm saying? Yes. Thou, I have pursued them and destroyed them and turn not again until I had consumed them. Yes. Inexorable. Inexorable. I pursued them. I pursued them. I, you know, I don't easily give up, especially on people. If I talk to you, it means I've not given up. If I don't talk, I've given up. It's rare that I give up. Yes. It's rare that I give up. Turn not again till I continue. I continued. I continued. I've always wanted to have a big church, and I'm on it. Always wanted to be a pastor of a big church. The enemy has fought me. But I'm on it. Even in the flow church, I have a big church. And I'm fighting for a bigger church. Why not? Don't be jealous. Thou has kept me to be the head. Are you listening? For thou has guided me with strength to battle. Them that rose up against me, thou subdued under me. Them that did what? Rose up against me. The Bible talks about a leader, a king against. There is no uprising. You see, there there are few leaders who the people, there are not people who want to be where you are. And the most dangerous are those who want to be where you are and say they don't want to be where you are. No leader will open. As a president is a president, do you think his assistants are saying, we want to be the president and we think we can do a better job than you? Nobody will ever say it. They will not make you a minister if you say that. Yeah. They will always be saying, no, the excellency of this, this excellency who this and that, they will always be saying good things. Yes. Nobody says it openly. So you have to learn to see the veiled intentions of people. And the veiled intentions of people cause them to sabotage you and undermine you when you are not looking. That was, you see, what I'm saying, when I send you to an island to be the head pastor, that's where you see that. When you, when you preach, you, know, you see that you are preaching to enemies. <laughs> yes, they're all enemies. <laughs> nobody, nobody is making you the head. <laughs> nobody is accepting you as the head. Yes, that's when you see, you see that my message is important. You see that the people are not, that's why they don't come next week. They've not made you the head. They don't see you as the head. They don't see you as a powerful person. They don't sense the anointing on your life. <laughs> Yes. They don't think they should obey. Yes. Because you're not a man of war. You should be standing behind the prison bars and saying, what do you think? From here. What I can do from here. 
Thou hast guided me with strength to the battle. And them that rose up against me, thou hast subdued under me. I have people that have said huge things. Huge things. Big swelling words. When you hear, I remember one person, he criticized me. I lay on my bed for two weeks. Yes, I kept quiet. I slept for two weeks. I said, no, 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 no. Then I always remember my uncle and the things he used to say. This one, I bought all his textbooks for him. This one, I bought his wedding suit. This one, I did this for him. This one, his wife. This and that. I kept him. Thou hast subdued those who rose up against me. You've pressed them down. And all voices of the enemy will be subdued under your anointed leadership as a head pastor in the name of Jesus. Thy gentleness has made me great. Thy what? Thy gentleness has made me great. It's, your, it's the gentleness of God that will let you stand behind the prison and say, what do you think? What do you think from here? You think I cannot hurt you from The man began to beg. The man began to beg. <laughs> no shouting is needed. Kasito shamandalaba. Halibus Thou hast given me the necks of my enemies that I may destroy them that hate me. God gives you the neck of your enemy so that you can destroy. They looked, so they started to pray, but there was none to save. They started to look even unto the Lord, but he answered them not. No answer. Verse 43, our last verse. Then did I beat them small as the dust of the earth. I did stamp them as the mire of the street and did spread them abroad. David said, I stamped them out, out of business. You stamp out all dragons and serpents out of business. There will be a lot of migration of demons from where you are. Because these are spiritual battles. Don't be thinking of too much of human beings. That's okay that some human beings will be removed. But it's spiritual forces that are displaced. You beat them small as the dust of the earth and spread them and scatter them abroad. Yes. Are you there? You want to be like Jesus? You really want to be like Jesus? You're going to go through a lot. And then you see verse 44. Beautiful. Thou, this is a famous verse. I love this verse. Thou hast delivered me from the strivings of my people. Thou hast kept me to be head of the heathen. A people which I knew not shall save me. So these are mighty keys to being a head pastor. And I believe that as you follow these realities of war, Spiritual warfare. You are going to go and overcome. You know, 
when Jesus came out from the when Jesus came out from the dead he came to meet traitors he came to meet what? traitors traitors come for a meeting he even called them for special meetings one at Jerusalem, one in Galilee (laughs) yes invitation, he invited traitors what do you think? Huh? I'm sure he thought of Judas. Oh, Judas. I think he liked Judas specially. Because apart from Peter, Judas is the other person who had a post. Do you know anybody else who was a secretary? Who was a secretary? Who was the organizing secretary? Do you know any, anybody else had a post? So maybe if it wasn't for Peter, Judas would have been there. Maybe Judas was offended that he was not made the head pastor. Possible. Yes. He was the second in command. To Peter. So, on your road to where God wants you to be, you will fight all these. When I first became a pastor, people mocked me. They said, I don't know how to preach. They said, I don't know how to preach. They said, I'm not called. They said, I'm not a man of God. One day I met one of, one of the pastors and he said, he called me pastor. And my reaction was, oh, are you mocking me? Are you mocking me? Call me pastor. I met him at Legon. He said, Pastor, I said, are you, you are mocking me? You're calling me pastor? Because I know you don't believe I'm a pastor. I mean, I'm a, I'm a medical student who is posing as a pastor. You're calling me pastor. I've been mocked. But I'm still around. I said, you don't, know how, don't have anointing. You don't have anointing. You just, he's just a teacher. But you beat them small as dust. One night I saw a vision of a man as tall as this standing in my, in my room. A big black man. He, he woke me up at about 3 a.m. There are occasions you never forget. And he was standing there. I jumped. I was terrified. And he, his teeth were white. He was black, but his teeth were white with lines between. And he was mocking me. I was mocking, mockery. Those are the spirits that enter people. And the, the person who speaks the mockery and the blasphemy is inspired by the enemy. So thou hast delivered me from the strivings of my people and kept me to be the head of the heathen. So it's, it's not just going to be rosy. There are going to be sad days. Yes. And that's why he said in verse 5, when the waves of death Compassed me. The sorrows of hell compassed me about. The snares of death prevented me. So, as we serve the Lord, you know, they always say things are going to be good and all, but there are going to be hard times. And that's why you need stamina. You need to take a lot of bullets. You need to be able to sew your own skin. Remove the wood from your stomach yourself. <laughs> and then you start to do excellently. 
Amen. Are you being blessed about how to be a head pastor? I want Kezara to sing for us. Can you sing? Why not? I want to be like Jesus. You have a song like that? Why not? Sing it, girl. Sits up in your chair all night long. Ooh, how can I be close to Jesus without feeling the cross and all the pain? Ooh, how can I be like Jesus? Without going through all that he went through, I wanna, I wanna, I wanna be like Jesus. I wanna be close to Jesus. Oh, I wanna, I wanna, I wanna walk where. Jesus walked. I want to be strong like Jesus, full of love. There will be people whom you love so dearly. There will be people who won't love you back. Mm-hmm. There will be sadness, many sorrows. Expect to have a broken heart. Mm-hmm. How can I be like Jesus? Oh. Who was hurt by his own disciples? Jesus loved Judas, but he sold him to his enemies. Jesus loved Peter, but he said he didn't know Jesus. Oh, I wanna, I wanna, I wanna be Jesus, I want to be close to Jesus. Oh, I want to, I want to, I want to walk where Jesus walked. I want to be strong like Jesus who loved. 
What do I do when a friend turns out to hate me? Do I keep silent just like Jesus? Do I receive kisses from liars and pretenders? What do I do when it's just so sad, just so sad? Oh, 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 I wanna, I wanna, I wanna be like Jesus. I wanna be close to Jesus. Ooh, I wanna, I wanna, I wanna walk where Jesus walked. I wanna be strong. Jesus, full of love. Oh, yeah. There will be times you must recover from those who repay your good with evil. Those who hate you without a cause Those who can't receive your love How can I be like Jesus? Father, forgive them who hate me so much Take away the roots of bitterness. I want to walk in your love. Oh, oh, I wanna, I wanna, I wanna be like Jesus. I wanna be close to Jesus. Ooh. I wanna, I wanna, I wanna walk where Jesus walked. I wanna be strong like Jesus, full of love.
want to be like Jesus. Well, what she sang is real. It's all real. You see it practically. If you want to be the head, I'll keep you to be the head. Amen. Wow. Okay. Everybody's quiet. Now, I want to pray for everybody watching and listening. You know, God has called many people to be leaders. If you ask me what is our greatest need, it's leaders, people who can be the head, who can go through all these and still be around. Yeah, I want to be like Jesus, full of love. Jesus called for his traitors to come for meeting, last meetings. That was all. Amazing. Father, thank you for the blessing of your word, of your people. Grant us the strength to survive. Your gentleness has made us great. Thank you. Your gentleness will carry us through all the way to the end. We give you thanks for everyone you are raising up to be a head and a leader, a survivor, one who can make it to the very end. We thank you, Father, for your mighty power that has come into our lives. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. I want us to take a special flow revival offering to support the building of the church. Everybody take out an offering. We're going to have some music. One more song, I believe. These type of songs. Do you enjoy the music? You don't have such songs. Do you have such songs anywhere? Yeah. These are real songs. Yeah. I wrote this song a long time ago. Yeah. Every sentence means something to me. Every sentence means something. it will mean something to you one day depending on how far you go in the call of God <laughs> take your offering every offering everywhere Father thank you for everyone who is giving a mighty hundred CDs thousand CDs thousand dollars hundred dollars we want to be like Jesus. We thank you for power that you give to us. Power to be like Jesus, to serve you, to follow you, to obey you. We give you thanks. We give you praise. Thou has kept me to be the head. And as we sow this seed, keep us to be in the position that you've called us to be in. Let us stay there, flourish there, and be there, do well there. We thank you. We give you praise. In Jesus' name we pray, Lord. Amen. All right, every giving. Got, I think I'm going to welcome Keziah again. You know, I'm producing songs and also singers. And I'm excited always when we have new songs and new singers. So let's welcome Keziah again. What are you going to sing again today, tonight? 
You want to sing about traitors? <laughs> These are strong topics for a little girl. <laughs> Songs for warriors. <laughs> Come stand by me and sing your song. There'll be traitors. This is a song about Jesus choosing his disciples and how one of them, start again, one of them became a, some of them became um, Judas's. And uh, it's a song that is telling you, don't let it be you. One of you will be. They want you to be, but don't be. In Jesus' name, it will never happen to you. You know, Jesus said, do all the other things, but don't be. You should not have been born. You should not have been born at all to be a traitor. A Judas. Sing it. Let's see how it goes. went out into a mountain to pray continued all night in prayer to God and when it was day he chose his twelve disciples Peter, Andrew, Philip James and John Matthew, Thomas and Simon Bartholomew and Judas one of you will be a traitor. One of you will repay my love with hatred. One of you will repay good with evil. One of you will be ungrateful. Don't let it be. His mother and sister, Mary Cleophas, Mary Magdalene. John was standing there at the cross. Jesus saw these faithful ones whose eyes were filled with love. But there will be traitors, there will be a faithful man. You will learn to depend on God. When your heart is broken, one of you will be a traitor. One of you will repay my love with hatred. One of you will repay good with evil. One of you will be ungrateful. Don't let it be. Pretenders accusing and deceiving you, accusing you with unspeakable words. 
They say I love you, no. but they are angry with you. They hate you speaking against you all the time. What is the point of loving all these children? One of you will be a traitor. One of you will repay my love with hatred. One of you will repay good with evil. One of you will be ungrateful. Don't let it be you. Dear friend, don't expect so much from human beings. Don't be a fool. If you want to be like Jesus, oh, you'll see the same things he saw, especially the painful things. One of them will be a traitor. One of them will repay my love with hatred. One of them will repay good with evil. One of them will be ungrateful. Don't let it be you. One of them will be a traitor. One of them will repay my love with hatred. One of them will repay good with evil. One of them will be ungrateful. Don't let it be you. Don't let it be you. Don't let it be you. Oh, no. Don't let it be you. Everybody's face looks very gloomy. Why don't you give a clap offering for a beautiful song? I like your song, my dear. It's beautiful. Wow. It's a beautiful song. Even if you don't like it, it's beautiful. What a blessing to be at Revival. And um, the word of God is real. If you joke with spiritual principles you are going to find yourself in not in a good place. Let's be careful. You know, I've been in the ministry for some years and you know, most of the people around my age, we are getting there's something we call the twilight zone. Do you know twilight zone? Twilight. It's getting to evening, but it's not dark. It's not yet dark, but it's getting darker. It's not as bright. Yes. We've seen many things. So, all that we are interested in is to focus on him. Because there's nothing else to achieve than to love him. And to get 
to his to do his will. And the devil has many things for us, and we overcome every day. And you can see that for David to be the head, it's not a small thing. He went through hell. The gentleness of God is what made him great. So I want to encourage all of us to trust in the Lord and serve the Lord with joy and, you know, be blessed. Be be children. If you want to reign, you have to be a child like Uzziah. Uzziah was a child. And he reigned. He listened to his father. He listened to his mother. And he also reigned. <laughs> Just like David. Is it not true? Yes. He was also a head. Yes. So there are many keys to being a head. And these are all some of the keys. Amen. Is it a blessing? Are you ready to, are you ready to close? You want to reign? To, to revive us? Let's welcome uh, Jolin, one of my new beautiful stars. Amen. (sighs) Reigning for you, just 16. Honor thy father and thy mother, and you see that you are doing better. Amen. Raining for you when I'm just 16. Raining for you, raining for you when I'm just 16. When Uzziah was 16 years old, he began to reign in Israel. He reigned in Israel for 52 long years. Uzziah listened. His mother, he did what was right in the sight of God. Oh, yeah, he walked in the ways of his father. I know I'm not too young, too young to reign for you. I want to reign as a king for Jesus. Jesus, I am ready. To be a priest for you Thank you for calling me For calling me so young Raining for you Raining for you when I'm just 16 Oh yeah Raining for you Raining for you when I'm just 16 Uzziah sought God In the days of Zechariah Who had understanding in the visions of God And as long as Uzziah sought the Lord God made him to prosper Uzziah fought against the enemies He break down the walls Of the enemies Ooh yeah And God helped him I know I'm not too young too young to reign for you. I want to reign as a king for Jesus. Jesus, I am ready to be a priest for you. 
thank you for calling me For calling me so young Waiting for you, waiting for you when I'm just 16 Oh yeah, waiting for you, waiting for you when I'm just 16 I'm past 16 now, I don't want to waste my life Doing all sorts of things with my body Heard of Uzziah, the little boy who became a king. I want to work for Jesus from 16, just like Uzziah, the young king. You can use me, Jesus, ooh yeah, to work for you, yeah, yeah. I know I'm not too young, too young to reign for you. I want to reign as a king for Jesus. Jesus, I am ready to be a priest for you. Thank you for calling me, for calling me so young. Reigning for you, reigning for you when I'm just 16. Come on, reigning for you, reigning for you when I'm just 16. Oh yeah, reigning for you. Raining for you when I'm just 16. Raining for you, raining for you when I'm just 16. saying I love something about love. It says, the way you like me is nice to me. I like it. Yes, it's nice for me. I like, I like the way you like me. Yeah, it's nice to be liked. Forget about the word love. Just liking. Yeah. It makes me want to respond to you the way you like me. I want to like you back. So this is a good song for a beloved potential beloved beloved or 
a husband or a wife, if there's still some sweetness in your marriage. So why don't you sing for us? I like the way you like me. To the 
blessing. You know, I like the way you like me. It reminds me of the way God likes us. It's almost a little crazy. Isn't it? Like he seems to really like us. The way he told his son, go and get them back. <laughs> How many? Any, any number? As many as you can get. Any, any color. <laughs> any color. Any number. Just get them, get them back. I can't stand this. Loneliness. God is so lonely in the garden. I want my children back. You know, since God sacked Adam and Eve, he has been so lonely in the garden. He comes there, walk around, see trees, nobody to fellowship with. We are not there. We are not there. We are so far. He just has memories of, I mean, the serpent came to scatter the whole place and change everything and so, so bad. That's why he sent Jesus to come and die for us. He seems to really like us. He's done so much to save us. He's hoping that we will also tell as many people as possible about Jesus. Amen. Well, God bless you. I hope you're enjoying the music. It's beautiful. You don't get such songs. I don't know where you find such songs. What a blessing. God bless you for listening to this message. Visit daghewardmills.org today for more audio and video messages, information on upcoming events, and so much more. Make sure you subscribe to this podcast to receive new messages every week. And remember, God has not given you the spirit of fear, but of power and of love and of a sound mind.